I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, a physician and voice technology futurist. Voice First Technology is rapidly becoming the operating system of our lives, and it will completely revolutionize the way we experience healthcare. Let's talk voice. Voice First Health, the future of health is voice. Well, hello there, and welcome to episode 13 of Voice First Health. I am so pleased to have you joining me today uh, for this episode. Now, today's a very special episode because for a change, I've decided not to have a guest. And this is a solo episode, and the reason I'm not having a guest is because since the launch of this podcast, I have received some uh, great feedback, and I really appreciate that. Thank you to everybody that has been sending me comments and and discussion points and 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 your input into what I've been covering here on the podcast. And and by and large, it's been extremely positive. So thank you for that. But one of the questions that I've that I've received a number of times is, well, I'm interviewing these guests, but what is what is your take? Meaning, what is my personal take? on voice first and what is going on in healthcare. And so I thought it'd be a neat opportunity to share with you uh, some of my thoughts. Some of this comes from some of the presentations that I've done recently at the Voice of Healthcare Summit, at the Interface Health uh, Summit here in Vancouver, uh, and I will be giving some other uh, talks coming up, and you can actually see those on my speaking page at voicefirsthealth.com speaking. But I thought it'd be a neat opportunity to share some of my thoughts. And in doing so, I would love to get your feedback on this episode. What do you what do you think about what I'm about to say? Do you agree with me? Do you disagree? Do you think I'm way off base? I want to know. So the best way to to reach me is probably through Twitter. And my Twitter handle is Dr. Terry Fisher. D-R-T-E-R-I, one R, one I, F-I-S-H-E-R. D-R-T-E-R-I-F-I-S-H-E-R. And I welcome your comments, I welcome your feedback, I welcome your questions, and I would love to hear uh, what you have to say about what I'm going to say. Now, in organizing some of my thoughts, I have gone ahead and I've written a manifesto, essentially, of what I believe the future uh, of healthcare will look like, to a a small degree, with voice-first technology. Now, obviously, this is changing rapidly. I can hardly keep up with this myself, and I'm reading about this every day, so you know, these thoughts are evolving over time and they will continue to evolve. But the way I'm thinking about this right now, you can actually read my manifesto. And I'm going to highlight some of these points here on the podcast today. But again, this document can be accessed on the voicefirsthealth.com. There's a link there to the manifesto. So basically, let's start off with um, with some of my ideas about imagining a future. And for those of you that have heard me speak, uh, you'll see some parallels between what I'm going to tell you here and some of my uh, previous talks. But I want you to imagine a future where you're living in your home and you have a real live nurse living in your home who knows your medical history, who knows uh, you know, your, your medications that you're on, who knows your allergies, who knows basically intimate details of your medical profile. And that person lives in your home 24-7, available to you at any time, day or night, whenever you need them. Okay. Then I want you to imagine, let's add in another person, a dietitian. So you add in this other person, again, who's familiar with your diet, your, your eating habits, what you should or shouldn't be eating, particularly you know allergies or things. For example, if, you've di- if you're a diabetic, it would know how much sugar you should be eating or when you're eating too much sugar. So now you've got, you've got a, a nurse and you've also got a dietitian who is looking after your health. Okay. Now let's add in another person. Let's add in your own pharmacist who's living in your house who, there, who can give you feedback on your own medications. Let's add in another healthcare professional. This time, let's add in a therapist. 
somebody who can uh, be in touch with your emotional well-being, somebody who is there to talk to you whenever you need them, somebody who can give you some advice and guidance and that sort of thing. Let's, let's throw in a physician. Hey, while we're at it, let's throw in a physician so you've got a physician living in your home. Let's throw in a social worker who can help guide you through or navigate you through the various social services in your community. And let's throw in your own medical office assistant who basically can act like a receptionist for you personally. So you've got now eight people living in your home and there could be or seven or eight people living in your home and there could be more. There could be other healthcare professionals that are in your home as well. Now, on top of that, let's imagine that there is one of these for each person in your family so that each one of these people really gets to know you and that is all they are focused on. They are just focused on your personal health. So you've got this team of healthcare workers in your home for each person and obviously it's completely impractical, right? Because you can imagine how much space they're going to take up. You can imagine how much food they're going to eat in your home and it just doesn't make sense. But here's where I want you to really imagine the future. I want you to imagine that you could shrink all of these healthcare professionals down into a smart speaker and they were living in your smart speaker in your home. Wouldn't that be something, huh? So let's move on from there. And keeping that in mind, I want to tell you a little bit about how I see this evolving and how I see this impacting healthcare to a degree that we essentially have never seen before in our lives. And of course, this all comes down to voice. And in fact, I will go so far as to say that we are about to experience the biggest technological paradigm shift since the internet itself. And I'll say that again. That's a pretty bold statement, I know. But I believe that we are about to experience the biggest technological paradigm shift since the internet itself. So I just want to tell you a little bit of my background. As you may know, I'm in Canada and Canada's definitely got its problems, and there are problems with healthcare systems all over the place, right? Nothing is perfect, but I want to tell you, coming from my perspective, one of the big issues with Canada is wait times, and in fact, there's, there's a study that shows that Canada has reported to have some of the longest wait times among some of the uh, most developed countries in the world. What's really interesting to me, though, is that while we have extremely long wait times, and that, that definitely is a big uh, problem with our healthcare system, Canadians actually rank their the quality of their healthcare very highly. In fact, on this particular study, 74% of Canadians that were surveyed said they received excellent or very good care. And that's actually higher than the average of all the other countries in the study, which uh, was ranked at about, or, or the, the, the interviewed people ranked their quality of healthcare at about 65%. So what does that say to me? It says to me that there's a huge opportunity as far as the access to care goes, because the quality of care is good. So this is where I think voice technology can revolutionize things because there's, you know, to have a good healthcare system, I believe you need three components. You need the right care, you need to have the, the care at the right time, and you need to have the, the care at the right time, but thirdly, in the right place. And I just want to touch briefly on each one of those and help you to understand what are my thoughts on this. So the first element here, the right care, well, you have to wonder, well, what is the right care? You have to be able to find, to define the right care in order for somebody to, to go and, and seek that out. But here's the problem. If somebody is not a healthcare provider, how do they know what the right care is? Because it could be anything from going to see the doctor, or maybe it means staying home and taking some medication or doing, you know, getting a massage or, or making a bowl of chicken soup and climbing into bed. It could be lots of different things. 
And so how does the average layperson know what to do? Well, I'll tell you, from my experience here in the province of British Columbia, they have a service called HealthLink BC, and it's a, it's a, uh, a service where you can dial up a phone number. Uh, it's free to, the, to, to, you know, our, to our citizens, but obviously it's paid for by the government, so it's not free in that sense. Um, nothing's ever free, I suppose. But you phone this service, you, you get in touch with a health service navigator, as they're called, and they can connect you to live nurses, they can connect you to live dietitians, to exercise professionals, and to pharmacists. And you can get some advice. Now, what if we had a voice navigator, a smart speaker in a home that basically did the exact same thing? So you simply talk to your voice navigator whenever you need to. And basically, it is functioning as a nurse, as a dietitian, as an exercise professional, as a pharmacist, as a fill in the blank for whatever health professional you need. And in such a way, you could get some advice about what you need to be doing through a voice assistant. Imagine the pressure that that would take off the system. And in some cases, the voice assistant may actually be able to give you some uh, treatment or um, healthcare advice. So in such a way, these smart speakers will become the care provider. Now, it's never going to replace physicians. It's never going to replace, obviously, I mean, it's not going to replace. There's certain things that you need to go and seek medical professional help for. I'm not suggesting that otherwise, but I am suggesting that this is going to be an opportunity for people to get some care in their homes. Now, the right time, the second element, this is a huge problem, as I mentioned, particularly in Canada, because people have to wait for access to their healthcare professional. So what if, again, a person could ask a smart assistant or or explain what their concern is, and based on some questions or some dialogue that is had with this smart assistant, it could be determined that the the acuity of the particular situation is such that the person can wait two weeks to see their doctor, or they can wait a week, or they or maybe they have to go that same day, or maybe if it's really really serious, the voice assistant actually Kyle actually dials nine one one for the person. In such a way, the voice assistant is actually acting like a triage nurse. But it's in the home. It's fascinating because this can help to determine the urgency of the problem and it can help to direct the resources of society on an individual level because individuals will be able to interact with their own personal voice assistants. But when you get a whole bunch of people doing this, it actually can affect the population as a whole, which is absolutely amazing. So as as you've heard, I believe that these uh, types of ambient smart voice assistants are going to be acting like triage nurses. Pretty remarkable. And the third component here, the right place. So this is a this is a big problem as well. And I, again, for my personal example in Canada, there are people that will go to the emergency department for a simple common cold because they're not able to access their their family doctor because either one, they don't have a family doctor. Or two, their family doctors are so busy they can't get in to see their family doctor. So that kind of goes back to the whole issue with the right time again. But as far as the right place goes, people also may not know um, where is the right place to go. Because again, it could be that they need to go to the hospital. Maybe they've got a uh, an acute a case an acute case of appendicitis and they need to have their appendix taken out. Or maybe you know the right place is a doctor's office. Maybe it's a travel clinic. Maybe it's a therapist's office, or maybe, again, the appropriate place is to stay home in bed. 
And so by having a dialogue again with a voice assistant, the voice assistant can become a healthcare guide. It can essentially tell a person, look, for this problem, you go to this resource. For this problem, I'm going to direct you to this other resource. For this problem, I'm going to direct you to this third resource. And essentially, like a tour guide, these voice assistants in the home can help to manage the resources and tell people where to go. Now, you can begin to just let your imagination run wild on top of this and and think of all the different ways that uh, a voice assistant can help. As you may know, there are first aid skills already being developed. There are skills being developed uh, to help with uh, post-op and pre-op care in the home. There are uh, skills being developed to help with uh, medication compliance, helping people to remember to take their medications. But you can see a theme here, and that's these skills tend to keep people in their homes longer, and it allows them to get health care, uh, well, the care itself and advice in their homes, which I think is amazing because it's going to take so much pressure off the overworked healthcare providers and the uh, and the crowded healthcare facilities. Now, finally, there is a concept that I want to uh, mention, and this is patient-centered healthcare. For those of you that are in the healthcare field, you'll be very familiar with this. But essentially, what it it's a nice concept in that the idea is that the patient is at the center of their their care. They are the focus, and that's fantastic. I see it though as a little bit of a chaotic system, where the patient is in the middle. And then there's this healthcare system out beyond them, and it's very hard for them to know where to go. They have to, they're, they're trying to navigate a system that's got a lot of bureaucracy built into it, that's got um, a lot of moving parts, and it's just hard to know where this patient should be going and how the patient should uh, look out for themselves the best. So in this voice-first world, I'm actually suggesting that we start changing our, our reference, our frame of reference, our 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 ideas from a patient-centered healthcare model to a patient-first healthcare model where the patient is leading the way with the help of their voice assistants at home. That is what is going to allow them to to lead and be patient-first. They will be able to access healthcare advice, guidance, etc., as I've discussed, through their voice assistant, and then they will have the support of the medical team backing them up when they need them to help them work through the system as appropriate for each individual. But the key here is that the patient is initiating it through the voice interaction. And as these devices become smarter and the AI becomes more powerful, the the uh, uh, the amount that this is going to be personalized to each individual is going to increase immensely. So again, I want you to just imagine this scenario that we started with, right? Having this healthcare team shrunk down into a voice assistant, a smart device, and then put that in your home. And what we've essentially done is we've now created a little mini medical clinic in your home, which is a completely new way of thinking about healthcare. And then when we multiply that by the number of homes in your community or the number of apartments, houses, apartments, all different places where people live, if everybody had one of these devices, now all of a sudden you've got a whole community of little mini medical clinics. And each of these people that live in each of these homes can access the most up-to-date, evidence-based, it's got to be good good, good uh, information, evidence-based advice from their devices in their home, and it essentially is bringing healthcare into the home. Or as I like to say, let's bring health home. 
And I think this is what is truly going to revolutionize the the healthcare um, the healthcare industry. And if you've been following along with this podcast, you will recognize hopefully that a lot of what our guests have been discussing are different ways that they can each add to this this overall uh, growing ecosystem of health applications, health devices that are going to allow us to bring health into the home. Now, we haven't even talked about when these devices are put in a hospital, and there's lots of functions there, and there's, you know, we could do a whole podcast just on that, but this one is focused on how we're going to bring health into the home, and I believe, as is probably pretty evident, that voice technology is the future of healthcare. And in fact, voice technology is becoming the operating system of our lives. So uh, with that, those are some of my thoughts. And I'd love to hear your thoughts uh, on what I've had to say. Like I said, if you agree with me, uh, great. If you don't agree with me, let me know why you don't agree with me. I want to hear your comments. I want to have a discussion about this. So please um, feel free to check out the uh, website. Uh, you can go to voicefirsthealth.com slash 13 for this episode. And, um, and again, please feel free to uh, catch me on Twitter, Dr. Terry Fisher at D-R-T-E-R-I-F-I-S-H-E-R. And I look forward to your comments. All right. Hope you enjoyed this episode and I will speak to you again next week. Thanks for tuning in and uh, hope to speak to you soon. Take care.